Howdy, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the PTSD Buddies podcast. And I am your host again, Jamie. And today I am talking to Rachel. And Rachel is going to share with us how PTSD entered life. Uh, she's going to talk about being a student full time and uh, being uh, having PTSD and having to go into class. Uh, she also is going to talk about PTSD and having to go uh, with her job too because she's a student and she's working all while she has uh, severe social anxiety. So she talks about all of this coming up and much more in this episode of the PTSD Buddies Podcast with Rachel. Cheers, everyone. All right, we're going to do another PTSD Buddy Chat because uh, my friend Rachel joined me. Or my buddy. i got to keep saying buddy Rachel. See you, there she is. Oh! I you, light. you never had that light when we were talking earlier, <laughs> sly boots. Still on the dark side. <laughs> yes, all of a sudden, bam! Where were you on the night of February 14th? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, yeah, you're in your vehicle, obviously. Yeah, it's the only place I'm actually alone. <laughs> yeah? Because of your peace of mind. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I have children, so I know what you're talking about, trying to find somewhere alone. Gotta have an escape. Yeah. Yeah. For years, my kids thought I smoked cigarettes, and I don't smoke cigarettes. I would just say, I'm going downstairs for a smoke. You gotta leave me alone. You gotta be away from the cigarettes. <laughs> right? But I don't actually, right. I don't actually smoke. <laughs> it's just, it was like my way to get five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still use that excuse, and I I quit smoking like a year ago. Really? <laughs> Whatever, it works. It works. Whatever gets me out. Yeah, yeah. In the military is a big thing because a lot of people say oh, I'm going for a smoke break, but if you don't smoke, you just keep working. So, you know, I've actually seen soldiers carry packs of candy in their pocket, going, "Well, if you're going for smoke, I'm going for a juju break," <laughs> and they go and eat right. a couple of, like candies. <laughs> I had a friend, he was in the Marines, and he said when he was in boot camp, every Sunday they let you go out for church. Right. And he said he would go to every place that he could. He said, I even went to a coven. <laughs> just just yeah. so I didn't have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you know. Um, so, like, I was telling you about my stepdad. Yes. And I want to ask you, since you are a military man, okay, he what is an emissions out? A what? An emissions out. An emissions out. Hmm. Because so my stepdad claims that he's a veteran. Right. I've never seen any records. Okay. He says that he. I told him because I kind of you know like. Like I said, I have part of my dad in me, right. so I, I play mind games back. Yep. I told him, I said, I went to Verizon, I was able to get a veteran's discount. Right. And he told me, he said, what do you mean a veteran's discount? I said, yeah, I said, you were in the Navy, weren't you? And he looked at me and he was like, I never claim any veteran discounts. I said, why is that? And he told me, he said that he wasn't honorably discharged. So I, I asked him, I said, so does that mean you had a dishonorable discharge? That's and he said, be, yeah. no, it's called an emissions out. 
and a missions out. Yeah, and admins out or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's a thing. Um, a missions out. I don't know. Like a, a voluntary release, maybe. I know, and it. You know, there's so many stories he tells, and I can't tell if he's telling the truth. And it since my mom has been with him for five, like I think they've been together for like five years now. Yeah. For like two, the guy has had over ten jobs. Oh. And every time he's laid off. Right. And he, but he sits home all day every day, and never leaves and just drinks beer. Oh, living the dream sounds like. <laughs> I'm sorry to make a joke day, about it. <laughs> every day that he makes a comment about <clears throat> how I'm irresponsible and immature, but I he, looked at him. But he's sitting there like, drinking beer. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm going to school. I have a you know I'm going to school full time. And I have a part-time job just so we stay afloat. Yeah. And today I just went to the laundromat for the first time. I'm so used to having a washer and dryer at home. That could be tough, having PTSD and going to a public laundromat. How was that? It bothered so much. I sat there, like, my back against the wall yeah. with headphones on and looking down at my homework because oh. I, couldn't, I couldn't be around a lot of people. But at home, I'm not allowed to wash my laundry. Okay. I have over 10 loads of laundry, and I'm not allowed to wash it there. <laughs> because every time I ask him, hey, can I use a washer? Yeah. He says, no, I'm doing a load. I don't see a load in there. Well, I'm about to. And he tosses a load in probably like an hour later. He, he's not letting you use the washing machine? Yeah. What? Man, that's just... <laughs> Whatever, man. That guy needs a kick in the butt. Right. And it's just, it's so much drama. And I'm like, I just, I want to move out. So I guess bad. so. Holy. And yeah, like, I, I'm trying to get out soon. And, but other than that, I'm finally going to see my therapist again, you know, after not being able to see them for a couple months. And,. It, it, I mean, it's just like I'm starting over again on my treatment. Yeah. So. And that sucks, but, man, when you feel like you're starting over again. Like, you, it feels like you've you got nowhere. Like, I'm happy I finally found a therapist that I like that actually, you know, we have a connection. Right. That, I have to say that for everybody that is in PTSD buddies, if you don't like your therapist, Find another one. Keep searching until you can't search no more. Yeah, sometimes sometimes trying to find the right therapist is as hard as trying to find the right medication or the right, you know, grounding technique. Right. I mean, you. I've been through, within the past year, I think four different therapists and, like, three different psychiatrists. Wow. Because I, I admitted myself around Labor Day weekend... And this is when I finally found the right psychiatrist was she she asked me, because she knew I had PTSD. We talked before, a long time ago. Okay. And the reason I seen her was I told her I was just fine, but I needed her to sign a paper so I could uh, get some help finding a job. Okay. 
And she asked me, she's like, are you sure you're okay? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. She's like, you're not on any medication. I said, no, I don't need to be. And at this time, I made myself completely numb that I just denied the help. Oh. So just so she could sign a paper for me, just so I could say I was, like, psychologically okay. Yeah. And I have to say that that wasn't the best idea because I eventually had to see a psychiatrist and couldn't find the right one. And when I admitted myself from the hospital, she just so happened to be my doctor. What? <laughs> and she looked at me, she's like, I remember you. And I <laughs> yeah. said, yeah. I said, you remember when I told you I didn't need help? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. So she was asking me, like, what kind of medication I was on, and I told her I was on Wellbutrin. Okay, yeah. That's the worst medication anybody could be on. And if you were to ask me, they actually don't really label it as an antidepressant anymore. It's more like Chantix, where it has over 300 different side effects. And people that have PTSD, it's just going to make it worse. So I recommend anybody, if they got put on this medication, to get reevaluated because it can cause, like, long-term harm to yourself. Okay. And so what happened was it was making my flashbacks worse. It was making my anxiety worse, along with I started having, like, heart problems. And uh, when she asked me about it, she told me about how I had so many side effects to it. Yeah. And she says, I'm going to put you on, I'm taking you off of it. She's like, I don't want you being being on this. And uh, she put me on, like, a, a concoction of different things. Like, I think, like, I take three different medications now, but, and they're low doses, but they help me. Okay. And I haven't had a problem since. That's good. Since I, yeah. But it was hard going back home because, you know, I hate to say it, but being in the hospital, I was able to escape yeah. from a lot of things. So being, you know between walls away from society you become like in a comfort spot yeah so when i got back into reality it you know i had my mom pressuring me to get off this medication that i don't need to be on it i don't have any mental illness it's all in my head i'm like well yeah it is all in my head (laughs) (laughs) so i I told her i said you know but she said well back when i was a kid they didn't have these mental illnesses. Now, oh. needless to say, when I did my research paper on PTSD, my grandpa was in World War II. Yep. And he was sent home. He was on the beaches of Normandy on D-Day. Wow. And, you know, I would say he was about 17 when he signed in because he was almost 18, so they allowed him. Yeah. And... When he came back home, he had what they called shell shock, which yeah. was a form of PTSD before they even, you know, realized what it really was. In World War One, they called it uh, shell shock. In World War Two, they called it battle fatigue. See, they still they told him that he had shell shock. Yeah, that's why that's why research was that it was battle fatigue, but he had shell shock. It, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's just another name for PTSD. Or post-traumatic stress yeah. disorder. 
But, you know, back then when they didn't realize what kind of treatment to do, he actually went to Canada and signed up for electroshock therapy. Holy. And it caused, like, he's had problems. Like, before he passed away, he had a lot of heart problems and everything. Yeah. And he was a heavy drinker because he couldn't cope with it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. So I told her, I said, if you're going to tell me, you know, PTSD doesn't exist, look at how Grandpa Don was. And she didn't really say much after that. But, like, you know... I've been through a lot of traumatic situations, but sometimes people don't realize how serious it is until, you know, it's serious to me. It's something mm-hmm. that my mind can't get over. Yeah. Just because someone else doesn't understand doesn't mean that there never will be someone that understands you. That's true. And that's what I love about this group because, you know, meeting people that do understand where I'm coming from and know how I suffer from this it's nice it's nice to have someone that understands you yeah that's why we started this group because I, I always found nothing worked better for me than talking to somebody who actually understands who's not just saying they understand you know more PTSD buddies podcasts after a word from our sponsors We are sponsored by the Tema Foundation. The Tema Foundation is a great foundation in Canada that helps first responders, military, frontline workers, the whole community deal with mental illness. Uh, The Tema Foundation strives to make mental health healthier for our first responders and frontline worker community. They've worked to create a free, I say again, a free online educational series that can help you cope with the daily stress, anxiety, and depression your career may bring you. PPE for Your Mind is a helpful collection of videos, ebooks, audiobooks, and much more. It's meant to help first responders, frontline workers, healthcare professionals, public safety personnel, military, and the important people in our lives. To all those who work to keep us healthy and safe, the Tema Foundation hopes PPE for your mind will help build your resilience as you continue to fight for the benefits of us all. Find PPE for your mind free along with other educational materials at www.tema.foundation. That's www.tema.foundation. You can make sure to follow the Tema Foundation also on all the social media just to stay in the loop and all the things they got coming up because they they uh, in the past have run galas and everything so you really want to keep up on the Tema Foundation they're doing a lot for Canada and let me just add in uh, living in Newfoundland I am the Newfoundland ambassador for the Tema Foundation so check them out the Tema Foundation they are there to help PTSD Buddies podcast is proud to be sponsored by Spartan Wellness Spartan Wellness is a Canadian organization, and I'm proud to say that I'm a member of Spartan Wellness. 
Uh, I use medical cannabis, and uh, one of the things that Spartan Wellness does is help people, uh, Canadians, get medical cannabis if they need it. You don't need to be just a veteran or a member of the RCMP. They'll help anybody get medical cannabis. Now, that's not the only thing they do. Uh, as a veteran, they also will help uh, veterans deal with Veterans Affairs. Veterans Affairs can sometimes get a little confusing with different... Now, this is not against Veterans Affairs themselves. They're a great organization, but sometimes veterans can get a little confused with filling up forms and everything, and Spartan Wellness is there to assist with that. They also assist with insurance and rehab uh, platforms. Uh, they can help assist you with Veterans Affairs and setting up with your Blue Cross provider. Uh, not only do they help you with your getting your medical cannabis prescription, they'll help you pick out the right licensed producer for you because Spartan Wellness works with all the medical cannabis producers out there and they can help you pick the right one for you. Um, <clears throat> they also provide lots, lots of lots of medical cannabis education. So maybe you're not sure if you're if medical cannabis is right for you, they're here to provide all the education you need and answer any questions you have. And they'll even help you get all registered with that licensed producer once you choose it, okay? So check out Spartan Wellness at spartanwellness.ca. They are a great team. Cheers. Right, and like I have to say, you know, it was hard because when I got into my accident, the the guy died and yeah. what happened was I was coming home from work and the guy was swerving between the lines and I guess he was on cocaine and he was drunk. Wow. So on the road, he was swerving between the two lanes on my side. The only way I could get over was passing him from the left because there was no side, there was no shoulder. Mm -hmm. and uh, I tried getting over, and someone passed me, laid on their horn, and causing, scaring him, where he pushed his handbrakes, and in a second he was already gone, like he was already over my head. And at that moment, that's when my life changed. Yeah. And I get it. When people, after it happened, my, my worst comments were, you know, everything happens for a reason. What reason? You know, what, what reason would this spend? You know, like, and uh, it was just, it was really hard until I went to my uncle and he helped me get a lawyer because, of course, you know, your prosecu the prosecutor is never your friend. He's going to try to, you know, figure something out as of who, you know, you're guilty until I can prove you not. Yeah, yeah. So... I went, he helped me get a lawyer and he paid for it. Well, he had a guy come in and I didn't realize it, but he was a family friend for years and he walked into the office and he sat down next to me. He says, Rachel, he said, I've been exactly where you are. And he told me about how he hit a homeless guy. Yeah. And he said, you will live with us for the rest of your life with Please, you understand that there is ways to get past it. There are, are ways that you can get help. Mm -hmm. And it was just nice that one moment that someone actually understood and not just tried to understand. Yeah. But someone actually had been there, and he was telling me everything's going to be okay. 
So yeah. I believed him. I trusted him. Yeah. So, I mean, needless to say, I was in the hospital five times a year for suicidal attempts, but mm-hmm. it was just, you know, <laughs> it wasn't how they said I wasn't on the right medication. And so, as for people I see, you know, posts on uh, PTSD buddies about people, you know, not being able to cope with it or having problems with the treatment, you know, just keep fighting. That's what I have to say. Just keep fighting. (laughs) Find a therapist that's going to help you be on the right medication, do the, you know, right techniques. Like, I do meditation. I've had, you know, a guy tell, someone told me about the ice cube trick. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've talked to other people. It's nice to, because... I have to say, I used to cut myself just to get myself back to reality, away from those thoughts. Yep. And what sucked was one night my girlfriend got pulled over by a cop. Well, because of the lights in the car, it threw me into a flashback. Wow. And as a safety protocol, they have to keep the lights on. But it was nice that he, uh, he went back and he turned them off. And okay. he talked me through it. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Some, I guess police officers are getting more training in that area now, right? Right. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, I know uh, us in the military, we're getting a lot more training on it. And I have to admit, here in St. John's, where I work, um, the military has really backed me. My commanding officer has really got behind me with PTSD buddies. And he allows me to work on PTSD buddies sometimes during work hours. So, yeah, the military's been really supportive lately with uh, with my PTSD. And, and it's hard, but there's a lot of people that have it and never seek treatment yet, and I'm hoping that one day they will. Some people don't even I don't I think don't even realize they have it. You know, like Honestly, I didn't think I had it either. Because at first, when I started having the flashbacks, they were in my dreams. Yep. So I would have people waking me up all hours of the night. What's wrong? Why were you screaming? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) They think, I think a lot of people think PTSD is this really crazy thing. And if people have it, they could be dangerous and violent. And and that's just not it. I mean, it... PTSD for me is anyway. PTSD is a person lived through something traumatic and it has changed them. And it could be just a small change, but like I've said this many times on stage if a person first gets their driver's license, a young man, a, a teenage boy gets his driver's license. A lot of times he'll jump in that car and drive really fast all around town, so excited they got his driver's license. And then he gets into a bad car accident. And in that moment right there, he's not a fast driver anymore, you know. And, you know, he he doesn't have anger issues or things like that. But he's now a slow driver. Uh, uh, or maybe he doesn't even want to drive at all now, you know. It, it, but it, 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 what I'm trying to say, it, it changed him, you know. And a lot of people, when they see PTSD or hear PTSD, they automatically think a police officer or a soldier or child abuse, and now that person is really screwed up and can't go outside and is angry all the time. And No, it doesn't have to be that 
big of a thing, right? PTSD does come in different levels. You said earlier, you talked about CPSD. I had to say, yeah, I know. I had to say that slow, man. <laughs> right? But the, that just shows there's different levels, you know? Right? I mean, there's severe PTSD. There's moderate PTSD, right? Right. And now you have the complex PTSD, and I'm sure there's more that I'm missing, right? Lots more, but there's just different levels. I know why. My favorite saying was, you know, God only gives you what you can handle, but obviously God thinks I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> yeah. And you can't tell me there's not a lot of us out there. I just looked at the numbers today. We are very close to hitting 3,000 members. Right on. Yeah. And it, it grows. I mean, we got we got 50 new members just this weekend. <laughs> I'm hoping I can get my girlfriend in the group, too. I hope so, too. Because uh, this is what's crazy, but she's had grandma seizures due to her PTSD. Oh, wow. And just with her, because, and she said there's times that she would have seizures, but not realize that it was causing, like, it was caused from it. Yeah. And the doctor, she would she did a long-term monitoring on her, and she said, it's funny, when you were having symptoms of seizures, nothing was showing up in the scans. Hmm. And she, she asked her if she's been through, like, traumatic situations, because what happened was um, her brother set her on fire. He beat her up. Holy jeez. Um, shot, shot her with a BB gun, like, numerous times. Who is this guy? And, oh my god, that's that's crazy. So like right now they're hanging out. What? <laughs> they're hanging out. She she tries oh. for her mom, but I'm like, needless to say, something happens. We're going home, oh. and Man. I can't stand it because he makes comments about, oh you got, you know. You have PTSD. Oh, you're going back to non days, aren't you? Like, man, I've had PTSD living this person too. Right. My gosh, shooting with a BB gun. Yeah, it's just it's hard, and there's been times like her mom is just you know I know she has some kind of bipolar disorder. Right. And I'm, I'm not trying to you know diagnose or anything, but she'll be fine one moment, and then she would just snap on you, and she'll be in your face screaming at you. Uh, hitting you, and the times that Kaylee would get the backlash, she would go into a seizure right then and there. Holy! But they were—it was never diagnosed with epilepsy. It was strictly just she said it. It was traumatic situations. She says you don't think it's weird that every time she would have one, it was because she had a fight with her mom or her brother was around. Man, that's. <laughs> That's quite the pile there. That's uh, quite the bowl of soup. <laughs> right. Like, luckily, she's been, you know, knock on wood, she's been a year and a half seizure-free, and we're actually going for a road test tomorrow. Okay. So, <laughs> fingers crossed, because I told her after this, I'm done teaching people how to drive. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Heard on the anxiety, yeah. <sighs> 
do a live video during during the next drive. <laughs> I just the driver, but you know, like that one time she got pulled over a cop because she thinks she could beat a red light. Oh, nice, yeah. And I'm sitting there like. <laughs> 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 and there's times that she'll just slam on the brake. I'm like, can you meet me somewhere in the middle? Like, yeah, you know, just an easy stop. No. Well, you'll never fall asleep <laughs> in the car anyway. I guess you'll keep you awake. Huh? You'll never fall asleep in the car anyway. You know, you'll always be awake. There's been times I fall asleep and I'll wake back up and I was I was awake. <laughs> like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Well, like she, like I said, she's a good driver. There's just so few surprises, and I'm like, please tell me that you know, like you were not going to do this when you get your license. <laughs> so yeah. <sighs> so where are you headed? Are you home now in the car here, or are you headed I'm somewhere? I'm at my uh, girlfriend's grandma. I'm at her house. Oh, in my way, because. We don't want to go home. <laughs> uh, okay. So you're going in to visit now? Yeah. Okay. Right now. Well, thanks for having a chat with me. Oh, thank you. And let's have a chat again soon because I want to know how the driving goes. Okay, I will. All right. Yeah, take care now. Right, bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this episode of the PTSD Buddies Podcast. I sure hope you enjoyed the show. And if you or someone you know is dealing with PTSD, please look for PTSD Buddies on Facebook. You can join one of our great Facebook groups and get support. You can look for us on Twitter, Instagram, or check out our PTSD Buddies YouTube channel full of hundreds of helpful videos to help you deal with PTSD. PTSD. Cheers, everybody. Have a great one.